0: This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, August 21st, 2021. This week in security news, on 12 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters. Five of these alerts dealt with the unfolding tragedy of the evacuation of Kabul. The Taliban have overthrown the Afghan government and taken control of the country after seizing the capital. This past Sunday, Alert USA subscribers were some of the first in the nation to learn that U.S. Ambassador Ross Wilson and the American flag had formally left the embassy in Kabul and are now working with other embassy staff in a makeshift facility located at Hamid Karzai International Airport, where they are secured by the U.S. military. Afghanistan airspace is now closed for commercial flights and overflight traffic is being told to reroute around the country. U.S. commercial carriers have now been completely banned by the FAA from operating within Afghanistan's airspace. In further tightening of restrictions following the deterioration of the country's political stability. Only military aircraft that are evacuating citizens are allowed to land at the airport in Kabul. The U.S. State Department has issued alerts advising Americans in Afghanistan that while the U.S. government-provided flights are departing Kabul, it is up to U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residents, and their spouses and unmarried children to get to Hamid Karzai International Airport when it is safe to do so. Quoting the last State Department message on Friday, The U.S. government cannot ensure safe passage to the airport. Despite this statement, President Biden said on Wednesday that the U.S. was committed to evacuating every American out of Afghanistan, even if that means extending the military mission beyond his August 31st deadline for a total withdrawal. It remains unclear how many people are awaiting airlifts from the country. President Biden this week also stated that there were no reports of people being stopped from reaching the airport by the Taliban. This statement has been refuted by numerous reporters, as well as Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who told lawmakers on Friday that Americans trying to leave Afghanistan have been beaten and harassed by Taliban fighters. Foreign terrorist organizations have been lighting up social media this week with praise and accolades over the turn of events and the Taliban's rapid dominance of the ground game. This week, al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula issued a statement offering its congratulations and blessings for the Taliban conquest of Afghanistan. Quote, Two decades of jihad, steadfastness, and willpower in the struggle with the Crusader West and the infidel forces around the world have culminated in complete victory in the proud land of Afghanistan, the graveyard of empires and superpowers, and the defeat of America. This victory shows that jihad and combat is the legitimate, realistic way to recover our rights, expel the invaders and occupiers, and return the Islamic nation to its glory. As for the games of democracy and peaceful methodologies, these are deceptive illusions. China also leveraged the disastrous situation in Afghanistan to provide Taiwan a warning. The Global Times, a tabloid controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, warned Taiwan on Monday it could face the same fate as Afghanistan if it continued relying on the United States as an ally. Next up, a new report by Reuters this week throws a wrench into the mainstream narrative that the January 6th incident at the U.S. Capitol was a siege planned and perpetrated by shadowy conservative militia groups working in concert with Republican lawmakers. According to the Reuters report, although federal officials have arrested more than 570 alleged participants, the FBI at this point believes the violence was not centrally coordinated by far-right groups and that there's, quote, scant evidence to suggest that the events of January 6th resulted from an organized plot by supporters of then-President Donald Trump. Quoting an unnamed senior law enforcement source in the Reuters report, 90-95% to 95% of these 570 arrests are one-off cases. Then you have five percent, maybe, of these militia groups that were more closely organized. But there was no grand scheme with Roger Stone and Alex Jones and all of these people to storm the Capitol and take hostages. Next up in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation, Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University reports that there have been just under 626,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, according to the CDC and the Assistant Secretary of Preparedness and Response. Total new deaths in the U.S. over the last seven days were just under 4,900, which is an 11% increase over last week. Total confirmed COVID-19 hospital admissions in the U.S. over the last seven days was just over 80,600, which is an increase of 24% over last week. In Canada, case numbers and hospitalizations are increasing in all provinces but Manitoba. In Latin America and the Caribbean, Brazil remains the regional leader in daily new case numbers and deaths, followed by Mexico and Argentina. In Europe, while many EU nations have reopened for business and are accepting travelers from the US, the continent is a patchwork of different rules and regulations. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that a new National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin is in effect, warning of the threat posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievous-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other maligned foreign influences. On Friday, AlertUSA subscribers were notified that the Transportation Security Administration had extended face mask requirements for everyone, vaccinated or not, across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports, on commercial aircraft, buses, and rail systems through January 18th of 2022. Additionally, the CDC also still requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are planning travel abroad this summer, regardless of the destination, AlertsUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program. This is just letting the State Department know you will be visiting such and such countries on particular dates and giving them some basic contact information. By doing this, if something bad happens in the nation you are visiting, such as a terror attack, a natural disaster, a coup, or an outbreak of war, the ability of the U.S. government to render aid is made significantly easier if the embassy knows you're in the country and how to contact you. The current situation in Afghanistan is a perfect example of why this is important. Contingency planning should also be considered an essential part of your travel preparations. If you get sick overseas, do you have the resources for medical treatment or an extended stay? Does a family member or colleague know you'll be out of the country and when you're expected to return? A few minutes of thought exercises and advanced planning can mean the difference between an inconvenience and an outright vacation disaster. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions are always articulated differently and thus may provide additional insights regarding the threat environment in your location. You can find more on each of these stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, August 21st, 2021.